0: It's Coley, and you're listening to Still with You. All my friends, welcome to Still with You. If you cannot tell by the funky music playing in the background, This is a special edition episode of the podcast. You may or may not know this about me, but I am a huge fan of the TV show Survivor. I have been since I was a kid. So this summer, I met an awesome new friend. His name is Austin Jackson. He is a huge fan of Survivor, just like me. Actually, he's a few levels above me because he knows so much. Literally, he's like a well of knowledge when it comes to this reality show. As soon as I met him and we started talking about Survivor, I wanted to have him on Still With You. We had talked about all summer long about doing a episode together about the show. And now that season 37 is coming out, it could not be better. In this episode, there are major spoilers that are shared. So if you haven't watched the show, just be prepared for that. And if you are a lifelong fan of the show, then welcome. This is the party you want to be at because Austin brings it when it comes to talking about cringeworthy moments, favorite winners, favorite seasons, his own experiences of applying for the show and playing in games similar to Survivor. Trust me, you are going to want to be here for this. Whether you're a fan of the show or not, Austin is so smart, so funny, and I truly believe that you're going to love hearing from him. I am so honored to introduce to you my favorite Survivor expert and my new friend, Austin Jackson. Austin Jackson, you are the Survivor expert. Tell people where you're from, what you do, because you're a Pensacola celebrity.
1: So I'm Austin Jackson. I've lived here in Pensacola since I was eight years old, 23. I know you said I'm sort of a celebrity in Pensacola. I'm like the celebrity that everybody knows but they don't know. (laughs) I mean people who know me know who I am and we'll just leave it at that. If you go to sporting events in Pensacola then you've probably seen me before. Yes
0: absolutely. You do a great job too by the way. That's how we got to know each other. I started working for the flight squad for the Pensacola Blue Wahoos during the summer and in one of our first conversations I overheard you talking about Survivor. My ears perked up and I was like What? Survivor? Turns out you're like a Survivor expert.
1: I don't know if you'd call me an expert. I mean, I'd definitely take that as a compliment because I love the game, I love the show. I'm obsessed with Survivor, so I mean...
0: Okay, when did you start watching the show?
1: Okay, so, like, pretty much everybody in America uh, started watching it season one. Uh, I was five when it first started. My parents watched it, and so I just watched it because I was five. And I was like, Mom and Dad are doing this, and I'm going to do it too. I don't really remember the first season. I remember my parents liked Rudy, and they didn't like Richard Hatch, Uh And that was about it, all I remember from the first season. My first memory of... Actually watching Survivor was when Michael Scoopin fell in the fire. Oh and it my gosh, It wasn't yes. even that episode. It was actually the preview for the episode. I remember it distinctly. They made it look like someone got bit by a crocodile while they were in Australia. And I just remember my mom flipping out like, This show is so stupid. I knew this was going to happen oh, one seriously. year. I, this is ridiculous. They should not be doing this to these people. That's literally my first memory of Survivor, and then we watched probably the first 10 seasons, I'd say, and then just growing older and stuff uh, with sports practices, I just got out of watching it because I was busy at sports practices. I didn't see seasons 11 through 23. Then my junior year of high school, I tore my ACL playing basketball, so I had surgery in January, and then a couple weeks later, There was a preview for season 24, which was Survivor One World was about to start. I was like, well, I was like, I can't play sports for the next nine months. I got (laughs) to find something to do. I was like, I was like, I didn't know this was still even on TV. I was like, I'll just watch it and see like what it's like now. I watched it by myself. And I remember I like hobbled out Uh on my crutches from my parents' room like the next day and i was i had a computer with me and i was like you guys sit down and watch this right now i was like this show's amazing like i know we used to watch it all the time and we haven't watched it forever i was like but you have to watch it and you're gonna be obsessed like me yes so my mom and dad and my little sister watched it with me and then since then uh the four of us we watch it every week and i've gone back watched all the seasons i missed
0: I can relate to that so much because it started as a family thing. We started watching when it was Survivor Vanuatu Season 9. It was when Netflix was still doing discs, Mm -hmm. and you would have to mail your disc back. And so we would get a disc in the mail of like old seasons, and for some reason we started on Season 9. I didn't watch any of the Survivors in order, but I had the same reaction. I was like, there is something about this game That I love. I think it's the social aspect Mm. and, you know, obviously like the survival aspect, but I was just like hooked. It's like a family thing too. And then as I've grown older, I just am like still watching. What was the thing that like drew you in?
1: Like, I really can't like pinpoint one specific thing. Obviously, the first episode of a season is usually just like when it's all new people and you don't know it's not returning people. It's like you're trying to get to know all these new people who are playing the game. And so it's usually just about like the relationships just starting to form between people. And you're trying to figure out who the people are you're watching and like, okay, am I going to like this person or that person and all this. And for me, having not seen the show in 14 seasons and the drastic change that there had been between the last season I watched yeah. and, the season, and then when I started watching again, I can't pinpoint the one specific thing it was that hooked me in, but I just remember halfway through the first episode, I was like, eyes just like peeled open, peeled open. To me,
0: it was a show where there was no rules. Like, you could lie about people and be mean to people. Sorry, that's the game. You signed up for this. And I think for my little elementary school mind, I was like, what is this? And when I was in high school, I read the book Lord of the Flies. Survivor was inspired by that book. And that like changed my perspective of the show too. Have you ever read *Lord of the Flies*? I have. It's about these group of boys who go to an island. They form their own community and oh, they have rules. And it's like Survivor because some people don't make it, yeah. <laughs> which that that's in a more gruesome ending <laughs> than like what Survivor does.
1: Survivor does. Survivor, yeah,
0: Survivor. They're not killing people, but oh my gosh, like it was something about it. I just loved. I just had to keep watching over and over again. Side note for anyone who's listening, we are going to be doing like major spoilers. So if you have not watched any season and like you want to go back and watch it, just too bad (laughs) or don't listen to this because we're just going to be name dropping and talking about everything, you've also applied to the show. How many times have you applied?
1: Every year since I turned 18, which is obviously how old you have to be. So five years. I haven't applied yet this year. I'm planning on doing it. This year, they've been super active. Like, the Survivor Facebook page, they posted a video of Jeff and all the casting people. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, look, we're casting people right now for season 39. It's going to start filming in March, so get your tapes in. So I want to go ahead and get in fast. From what I've heard, at that point in casting, casting's like, all right, we've been watching, like... Thousands upon thousands of videos. So I'm trying to get it in, Uh, my sixth audition in the next couple days. Sixth
0: audition. You've been doing this for six years. Yeah,
1: this will be sixth year trying to get on.
0: I have a gut feeling. Well, for one thing, I did watch two of your audition videos last night on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) They were great. I thought I
1: had had removed
0: those. No, 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 they were great.
1: I used to have all my audition videos on YouTube like every year. I've gotten response on two of them. Never gotten a phone call from casting, but I've gotten probes to respond on Twitter twice.
0: Which is what I saw in one of your videos, because yes. you had a shirt on that yeah. said, I'm ready, Jeff. Can you talk about that? Yeah, so... And how, wait, was that the first or second or third? Like, what audition was that when he when Jeff Probst gave you that response through Twitter?
1: So the first time that Jeff responded to me was my second time applying. Okay. I was 19. I had literally picked my little sister up from school one day and was like, you're coming with me to the park and you're filming my video like to get yes. on the show. Like, and like when I film an audition video, it takes me forever. Like, I'm all always mess up, I always feel like all this pressure and stuff
0: because you want it. That's the reason why is that. And I want it for you, but go ahead.
1: Like, we did the video and like send it into casting. I was like, you can put videos from YouTube on Twitter, so I started sharing them. And I would just like, I would tweet at Jeff, like people that have been on the show before, just like get their feedback or whatever. Never thought in a million years Jeff would actually reply. I mean, I was hopeful that he would, but never actually thought he would. And I remember. I was sitting in my bed. I think it was like a Sunday afternoon, and I got a little notification from Twitter, and it was like Jeff Probst responded to your tweet, and I lost. I, I know. Was, but you just about die? I, I was literally, literally like running around my house, like Jeff replied, "I'm gonna be on Survivor," yes. and didn't even read what he said yet.
0: <laughs> so what did he say?
1: And he said, "You're likable. I'm just not sure you're ready, but I'll send it to casting and see what they think." And so to me, I was like, "Well, Jeff likes me." I was like, "He said I'm likable. I know he said he's, he doesn't think I'm ready." But a micable, I was like, so that's a good sign. I
0: would have just been so mad. Yeah, I'd be like, was, what's the point if you're not going to? But the fact that he even responded to yeah. you, I would love to see if they have a file on you. So oh, they, they do. They do. Yeah, so they can look back and be like, he's been applying for like 18. From
1: what I've heard, 18. once you apply, it doesn't matter if they contact you or not casting that they just like keep a file with everybody. Seriously? Yeah.
0: Well, they have like large so stack of like you like with like every thing that you've been me, doing. Yeah.
1: Plus an open casting call.
0: Oh, yeah. How did that go?
1: Uh, They were doing one down in Cape Canaveral, and I had a friend of mine who I had met at the Survivor Price is Right taping who lived in Utah. He flew from Utah to cape canaveral for this open casting call and i was like well that's like a seven hour drive for me so i just drove down and my brother was living in daytona at the time okay. so i just went and hung out with him for a weekend then i picked my buddy up and did it personally i'm more so a fan of doing the video myself because since i usually like mess up on a mm. video you can reshoot it do whatever yep. you want whereas an open casting call it was literally i had not slept in 31 hours when i went to it because so you were driving was, there <laughs> well no i had gone out the night before oh, got friends, i got you i get you yeah, okay. long night basically got there the line was huge like me and this guy were going to be waiting in line for like probably a good three hours at minimum yeah fortunately we saw two more people from the survivor prices right that we had met they like let us skip in line with them they were probably in the first like 25 people in line got in there they just had like this curtained off area it was like a little square you went in that had curtains there was two guys in there, camera and the light They told you beforehand. You have like one minute. Say what you need to say. That's all you get's one shot. And so I walked in, and they like shut the curtain, and they're like, like you're gonna have one minute. Tell us who you are, why they should pick you. There's no second chances. When you have ten seconds left, we'll give you a countdown on our fingers. I had slept thirty (laughs) one hours, and I was just like, oh gosh, like forgot everything I was gonna say. I honestly don't even remember what I said in the casting call. probably one of the worst auditions they ever had it's I'm just sure like this bright light and they were like all right three two one go and i was just like a deer in headlights like oh gosh
0: I'd be so scared
1: the first time i applied when i was 18 like literally the day i turned 18 i like took my parents video camera went in the backyard oh, and made a it. video and then I was so upset. I didn't know how to convert a video because it has uh-huh. to be, like, a certain size limit. Like, it wouldn't let me upload my video. And I was so, like, mad. I was like, I'm never going to get on Survivor because I don't know oh, how to make a video makes smart. my
0: heart hurt. But I'm... then I got a
1: smartphone and there's an app for that. So. Okay,
0: so if you think about this, people were sending in VHS tapes. Yeah. We were that in kindergarten. Yes, I mean, like, we were in kindergarten when this show came out. I can't believe truthfully, like, it's on air still. Like, I mean, I believe it because it's so unique. Think about how many shows usually don't last that long.
1: The thing with Survivor is that it was, it's like the first reality TV competition show. So it doesn't matter whether it's some, like, Big Brother or The Challenge, even, like, The Bachelor Uh Bachelorette and stuff like that. The premise is basically all the same. A group of people, (laughs) people get sent home, and at the end of the day, one person wins.
0: So you've also participated in these Survivor weekends that are not... Are they affiliated no. with Survivor? So they're no. not affiliated no. with Survivor, but they're like Survivor.
1: Yeah, they're called live reality games. Just fans of the show that you know uh-huh. they want to give other fans of the show the opportunity to play the game. Obviously, everyone's not going to get on the show. There's, I don't know. I think I heard it's ten to twelve thousand people that apply every really? year. Really? Yeah. Okay. At most, there's twenty people on a season, yeah. so that's what like forty people at most a year. Mm-hmm. Since they film two seasons every year. So obviously, nowhere close to everybody that applies is ever going to have the chance to get on, let alone one specific season. So it's basically just like fans of the show. They're like, all right, well, I'm going to do this live game. I've played in two. I've helped out with two. They were different ones. I played in one in Tennessee. Is that the one you won? No. Well, that one is called Surviving Real Foot. That one is a week-long game. They do Sunday through Saturday, and they do it just like the game. There's 18 to 22, 24 people, just depending on the season. And then you just play Survivor for a week. They put you in the woods in Tennessee, and then you just play the game. Obviously, because it's seven days and there's a lot of people, that it's going to be a much more sped-up version of Survivor. But, I mean, you definitely get the full experience. Like You do challenges. You have tribal councils. Really, just the big difference is... The amount of time, instead of doing like one challenge every three days, two or three days, you're doing four or five challenges a day. That's got to
0: be exhausting. On top
1: of having travel councils. I played one in Tennessee. I played one in Illinois. There's another game in Illinois now at the same place I played. When I played in Illinois, that game was called Pirate Survival Expedition, and that's the game that I won. That's so cool. Uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. That one was a blood versus water themed game. They don't do that every time. It was just that specific season. I wasn't even supposed to play. A friend of mine from Real Foot that I had played uh-huh. with knew I didn't play with him. Uh, he was just a good friend of mine that lived in that area. He had applied with his godson to play in huh. Illinois for Pirate Survival Expedition. And his godson had, like, broke his leg and was a college basketball player. And so he was about to come back from injuries. So he didn't want to risk, like, injuring himself worse. So he didn't do it. And then my friend was like, hey, do you want to come do this with me? And I was like, heck, yeah, I'll come do it. Like, and, I then you I yeah, and then you ended up winning? and then... <laughs> I ended up winning, and it was definitely a really, like, surreal experience. Just getting to play, like, even though yeah. it's not the real show, it's still, like, super unique. You really find out how you would play on the show and how you would react in certain situations. The game I won, I went from being, like, from day one, like, I had a solid alliance, all that. We had a tribe swap, thought we still had a alliance, then people flipped on us. Mm-hmm. So I went from the top of the totem pole right down to the bottom of the chopping block. My two closest allies got voted out back to back. Fortunately, I bought a hidden media idol. It was a little bit different than how they did on the mm-hmm. real show uh, for certain aspects. There was coins. I had found enough coins, bought hidden media idol, voted out the biggest threat and the ringleader of the group that flipped on me. And then we merged and then everybody was coming to me wanting me to be on their side. And then oh I just sort of did whatever I wanted the rest of the game. Just walked the middle, picked whichever thing I wanted to do. I made it to the end, and I won 6-1. to one.
0: And so they have a jury and everything? Yeah. Wow. That is so cool. After talking to you a few times, I just, like, have this gut feeling about you that you're going to get on the show. Obviously, like, you look the part. From the long hair, so easygoing, like, I feel like you would be the perfect cast member for the show. What is your gameplay? If you want to share, you don't have to share.
1: It's foolproof plan because it's me, and I have that. I'm going to win no matter what. But no, I appreciate you saying that you think I'm going to be on. I do. I, know, I
0: do feel A, a lot feeling. of people tell
1: me that. And I mean, I wouldn't apply for the show if I didn't believe yeah. that I could get on and win. I'm not going to do something unless I expect to win. Because I'm just a competitive person. Like, I want it to happen right now. The day I turned 18, I'm like... This is my season. Yes. This is my my season. Every time I apply, I'm like, this is it. This is my time. You know, it's one of those things. It'll happen when it's supposed to happen in the perfect time and the season that's right for me. I'd rather get on a season that I'm supposed to be on and win that season. I'd be like the fan favorite that everybody loves. Gets asked back multiple times. I'd rather be totally. that person than to get on a season I'm not meant to be on and get screwed over. I love that mentality. be like first or second boot and everybody's like, wow, Austin, you really suck at this game and we all thought you were going to be good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that wouldn't happen at all. But I know what you're talking about with the fear of being the first one voted out, which no shame, you made the cut. Like you're farther along than a lot of us. But I love what you said about how you want it to happen in the right timing. Why just, like, rush forward when greater things are coming, you know?
1: If it's meant to be a little yeah. bit. If not, I can at least say that I chased my dream and I never gave yeah, up. Yeah, and off, you so. you
0: literally have not given up, like, every year. But I still feel it. I feel right. it in my gut, like, it's something is going to happen. What is something that you've learned? Because it is a social experiment.
1: The one thing that I've learned, and I hear people say it all the time that have been on the show, whether it's interviews they've done or meeting them, is that they say, if you ever get on the show... Play like it's your second time. Don't play really? like it's your first time. Yeah. Don't go out there and be scared. Don't be afraid to make moves. Like, go out there like you've already lost. You want to come out there and win. And so I was a lot more confident the second time I played when I won. And I think that's just another thing. It's just you got to be confident in how you play the game. And you got to own everything you do. Uh, you might... Not try to own everything while you're playing the game getting to the end. But once you get to the end, you just have to own everything you did to help the jury respect you. But my style of play is more so like, at the beginning, you know, just sort of laid back. Like, get to know everyone. Everybody likes me. Like, I can get along with pretty much anybody. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Like, all different walks of life. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I can usually try and find, like, one common ground with somebody. You know, just build off that and build good relationships and make sure everybody likes me, people trust me. I'm usually the friend that's always giving advice to people. Like, they'll come to me with problems. That works in a game like that because then people come to you like, well, I'm thinking this. I'm thinking that. I really Mm -hmm. trust you. Like, I'm going to tell you this information, but I'm not going to tell anybody else. Then that puts me in a power position where it's like, I know everybody's truths. And then I can put all the truths together, or people's lies, and put lies together, and sort of straighten the lies out into the truth.
0: Which is why I have this gut feeling about you, because I watched it happen when I worked with you this summer. It was, (laughs) and it was you being you, naturally being you, of like, "Hey, where are you from?" And then all of a sudden, I find myself talking to you every single game I work about Survivor and about my life and everything. But you're right; it is a gift in a game like this. Yeah,
1: and so it's like, like you said, it's who I am. It is you are. Always want to be there for my friends, help them yep. out and stuff. Only difference is when it comes to Survivor, I'm not going to be afraid to take a or true someone told me and stab him in the back with it. <laughs> People don't see it coming from me. People feel yep. like you're going to be the honest, like good dude, like super likable. Like as much as I love him, like the Joe angle, I'm like not really going to mm-hmm. lie be super strategic. But in my mind, I'm actually being super strategic.
0: I don't feel like... I could go into a game like this being like, I'm not willing to do whatever it takes to win something like that, you know? I mean, I feel like there are some borderlines, which we'll get to (laughs) later when we talk about, like, the show. There are some lines where I'm like, I would never lie about my grandma actually dying. (laughs) I mean, there are some things I wouldn't cross, but... Whatever, just such a thing. (laughs) But I mean, like, it's a game, and so... Use what you're given if you're naturally a people person and people trust you. I mean, it's a game.
1: I'm here to win. I'm not here to make friends. You know, hopefully you play with people who understand and respect the game enough that they can separate game from personal stuff. And obviously that's something some people struggle with, uh and we've seen that on the show a lot. Yeah, I mean, that's just the way I am, and I mean, at the end of the day, if I got stuck with people who didn't respect that and couldn't separate personal from game, and it ended up costing me, yes, that would suck, but at the same time, I would hold my head high knowing that I played the Absolutely. best game that I could.
0: Totally agree with that. Okay, so where would you want to go if you were on the show? I'll well, tell you where I wouldn't want to go.
1: Where wouldn't you? Africa. Africa. Do I don't you think not you have remember- to worry about that anymore. Anyway.
0: Okay, can we take a moment for that season and just say, what the heck, Jeff? Like, you stuck them in the middle of a field, basically. No water to, like, relax and enjoy around them. Is that a
1: stream that they could go get water from? I
0: literally was having a hard time watching that season. And what season was that? That was season, season That was season three. I still think that they were experimenting oh, and yeah. not knowing what to do. And they literally stuck them out to die. I felt so bad for Nobody those died. people. Nobody
1: died. Nobody got hurt. Nobody got attacked by a lion. Everybody's good.
0: Everyone was good. But in comparison with the other seasons, they looked like homeless people. <laughs> That was horrible. Yeah, that, was that was so sad to watch. I would not want to go to Africa. That would
1: definitely be a tough one just with having the lions outside. And But, I mean, they, would, they did go back to Africa for Gabon, and that wasn't nearly as bad.
0: That's true. That third season, literally, like, I think it was just so hard to see those people, like, not enjoy a beach. But, so where would you go? Didn't mean uh, to interrupt.
1: Most likely destination would be Fiji. Of course. They filmed... All the time. The past six seasons there, and Jeff... Has basically already said, like, if he could sign a lifetime contract with the Mm -hmm. Fiji government then he would do it, like, today. That was my next question, if they
0: owned even a lot of land there. I didn't know if you knew anything.
1: The Fiji government's, like, super easy for them to work with. So that's one of the big challenges they have. It would most likely be Fiji, and, I mean, I wouldn't be complaining living on a beach in Fiji for time. The weather's usually pretty good, although, from what I've heard, for David versus Goliath, it rains a lot. You live in
0: Florida. You're used to that.
1: I mean, personally, I would love it if it's raining. There's two sides of most Survivor fans. You either love Russell Hance or you hate Russell Hance. I'm on the side that loves Russell Hans. And I love. Oh, Austin,
0: no. I love
1: his thing when he was like, I hope it rains every day because the more miserable people are, the more that I can control them. And like, (laughs) pour down rain for 39 days straight and I would be fine with it because I know other people would be miserable, but I would be perfectly fine.
0: I'm not a fan of Russell Hans, but I know what you're talking about. And that's all about like that psychological advantage.
1: Obviously, Fiji would be a lot of fun to go to. I don't know. I think somewhere like Cambodia. Would be a fun place to go. From what I've heard, that production wasn't the biggest fan of Cambodian. they would never go back. Really? Just because it was so, like, the conditions were so awful, obviously, in Korong. When they had the three medical evacuations, Caleb almost died (laughs) when he passed out uh, during the one challenge. Heard rumors of possibly looking at somewhere like India or something like that. Somewhere like that with, like, a lot of culture and, like, a lot of history where you could, like, go. Like they did on Cambodia Second Chances where they went and got to explore. The temples in Cambodia, like, under rewards, they got to go eat in, like, the, like, ruins of temples, and something like that would just be, like, super awesome to be able to experience.
0: If I were to be on the show, I would go for the million dollars, absolutely, but if I'm not getting that million dollars, then I literally better be there. Somewhere within the time of where they go and do the exploration Mm. rewards, I want to... Be a part of that. Yeah, you all want
1: to, of those look so fun. I do. The Are you kids. kidding me?
0: Those kids always look so <laughs> adorable. And I've been on a mission trip before, so that's already in my yeah. heart. Have you ever been on a mission trip? I haven't. You would love it. It's so especially for like
1: Bible school and stuff with like it's
0: totally different. Five
1: six year old. Totally
0: but, different when yeah. no one speaks your own yeah. language. I'd be willing to go anywhere, too, just as long as I make it to where I get to go and enjoy the culture a little bit and take a break. Okay, what is your favorite season of Survivor?
1: It's so hard to pick one season, like single one out, like, okay, this one above all others. Like, I'll go back and forth all the time. I know a lot of people dislike Survivor One World, but part of me loves Survivor One World because that's the season that got me back into the show. One World will always hold, like, a special place in my heart. Uh, I didn't
0: like that season either because of the all-girl alliance. Yeah. I don't know why. It got kind of boring at don't the end. Don't get
1: me started on all-girl alliance. Do you not like <laughs> we'll them? Get, we'll get to that later. Okay. I really love Survivor Philippines because it has my all-time favorite player on it, Malcolm Freeberg. Yeah. All-time mm-hmm. favorite, and he's the one that, like, actually made me want to be on the show. And like, you know him. I've met him twice. Don't really know him. I've talked to him okay. briefly, but... So Survivor One World got me back into Survivor, but then Survivor Philippines and Malcolm was, like, what made me, like, I want to be on the show.
0: Okay, so I've only seen 21 out of 36 seasons, so I feel like I'm doing pretty good, <laughs> hence that the show came out when I was in kindergarten. So, like, if I struggle with a few of these names and remembering people, because, again, there is... Thirty-six seasons. You got to help me out, okay? What about your favorite winner?
1: Obviously, there's so many good winners. Obviously, there's a few bad winners. Okay, name who's
0: your favorite, and name who you don't like, or who shouldn't have won. I oh, want to hear it all. Who
1: shouldn't have won? Uh, Sandra Diaz, either time. No, I'll, I'll give Why? Sandra. I'll give, I love
0: her. I'm I've always loved her. Not a
1: Sandra fan. No, I'll give Sandra her first victory. She she deserved that one. Uh, her second time. Obviously, I felt Russell Hans should have won for the second time in a row, and Russell should be the only two-time winner. But I get why the people on the jury didn't want to vote for Russell and heroes First villains because they were returning people, or and they were used. To, they were used to the game being played one way, and Russell broke all those barriers and played a completely different way. Or
0: he looks like a mobster and like shady gangsta. I mean,
1: and I get why the jury hated Russell. That people dislike him. He's very abrasive literally it will do absolutely anything to win the game which
0: is what you want in a good competitor but as a fan sitting on my couch i'm like there's no way that i'd be voting for him he gives me the creeps
1: yeah so like i get why people would vote for sandra over him in that situation scenario i don't feel there's no way that sandra should have beat russell and parvary i
0: don't like parvary either she is like the russell hansen female version one thing with her, do you remember the challenge where you have the grooves in the pole and you have to climb up the pole and hold yes. on? Do you remember the like challenge standing
1: halfway when off she was
0: standing like by one toe yes. and just hanging off?
1: That's impressive,
0: circus Olay style. Yeah. I mean, she also always does really well in the challenge where. You have the the bucket bucket of water and you have to hold your arm up and if that is if it drops if the bucket if your arm drops and the bucket of water falls on you.
1: Yes. And one of the games I did, we had to do that challenge. Parvati did it for six hours twice. And I did it for about half an hour at most. Probably more like 20 minutes, and I thought my arm was going to fall off. It hurt so bad. We were just standing on flat ground. We weren't standing on like a little pedestal, like a small piece of wood that you had to stand on like they do.
0: And there is no way that they exaggerate that.
1: No. They don't. No.
0: I guess it's that you just get in that game set of where you're just like, this is it. Like, I have to do this to win. The human body can do amazing things. Oh, yeah. It's also cool to see the evolution of the challenges. Oh, Because they're getting harder every so single harder. year. But still people are hanging with it. I
1: don't know. Every year, the uh, challenge people find a way to step it up and try and find something new, something harder for them to do. Which I love, instead of seeing the same challenges every season. For the most part, there's like maybe one or two challenges a year where it's like, okay, we well, I've seen this exact challenge before. And those ones are obviously going to be like mm-hmm. the survivor classics that... The fans love, and we look forward to seeing. Mm-hmm.
0: What do you think you do better at, outwit or outplay? I would
1: hold my own in challenges. Like I wouldn't be a challenge piece, like a Ozzy or a Joe. I know that's what a lot of people perceive me as, just because the hair and everything. I mean, obviously for me, like I want to be the best at everything. So I know there's five guys who've won five individual immunity challenges in a season, and that's the record. So I want to win six. That would be my goal going on the yeah. show. But I also know the target that that paints on your back once you win about three. People start waiting for you to lose one so they can vote you out. I would hold my own in challenges, especially like when it's in a tribe setting. Pull a lot of weight in challenges and stuff. Then when it got to the individual phase, I might try and pull back some and rely more so on the strategic and social gameplay at that point to further myself.
0: Like if you volunteer to do a challenge and then you fail horribly, well, like, oh, uh, I challenge. don't think I would ever volunteer for a challenge either. And the other thing that if we're going to go like in a different direction, I don't think I would ever tell anyone that I'd found a hidden immunity idol. And if I did, I think that I might just like... Chuck it. I just really like
1: because... <laughs> just throw it in the fire just like my...
0: But no, but not even tell anyone that I threw it in the fire. I just would just be like gone because it always ends up disastrous like socially, but at the same time it does save your butt. So like it's such a mixed emotion
1: when it okay. comes to those so things. So one soapbox. of my <laughs> biggest pets Peas in Survivor yes. is when someone finds an idol and can't keep their freaking mouth shut. Me too! Huge pet peeve. Shut up. There's so much <laughs> power that Hidden <laughs> the Idol gives you. Yes. Keep it in your pocket. Perfect example is Ben and Heroes, Healers, Hustlers. Mm-hmm. Kept his mouth shut every time he found one. Absolutely. Look what happened. He like obviously I he mean won. he would have he still would have played him and he would have been the end. But that first time he played it, everybody just voted for him. There was no alright, we're splitting the vote. Like Ben has an idol or oh Ben might have an idol. There's talk of it. Obviously after he played the first one, then people are more wary about him and finding idols. If you just keep your mouth shut, like Ben's a perfect example. Malcolm's perfect example yep. on Fans vs. Favorites. Everybody saw him find one, but they didn't know he already had one. And so he got to go to Tribal. He has this one that everybody knows about. And then he pulls out his second one and everybody's like, oh my gosh. And then, I know you hate her, but Parvati and Heroes vs. Villains. When I Russell, don't
0: hate the girl. Well, I just said she's not one of my favorite players. <laughs> If she wanted to be on the podcast, I'd let Parvati (laughs) come on the podcast. What are you saying?
1: When Russell gave her his idol and then didn't know she already had one and then the power that gave her. Find an idol. Just keep your mouth shut. Yes. No matter what. Like, I don't care if you're in a showman. Don't tell nobody. (laughs) Oh,
0: that's a whole other topic. All of the showmances. Is the only one who actually got married was Amber and Rob?
1: That are still together, I think.
0: Which, by the way, how cool that they live in Pensacola. Ripping Boston Rob and Amber, like, oh my gosh, I want to meet them so bad. I want to just casually run into them downtown.
1: <laughs> I've seen them at Wahoo's games before, so you never know. You might see him work one day.
0: We've been kind of talking about this already. What are some of the most upsets, cringeworthy moments? Like, what are your fa- some of your favorite moments of Survivor?
1: Usually, when it comes to cringeworthy, there's not a whole lot in Survivor from like. Oh, like, I hated that. Like, that shouldn't happen. Like, usually, like, I just find stuff funny. There's a moment that I absolutely hated. Survivor Game Changers, when Sari was awful at the challenge and couldn't go across the little beam. And then... After the challenge is over, everybody like swims out to help her and Jeff is encouraging her on and on. That moment drove me insane. Who cares? She sucked at a challenge. <laughs> it is not the first time <laughs> this happened in so survival. Oh I should be harsh. And everybody should have been harsh. <laughs> because it was Suri, And I'm not it was because I'm of not her the story. biggest Suri fan yeah. when it comes to the show. Off the show. One super sweet one, nice yes. people I've ever met. But on the show, I feel three is vastly overrated and overhyped <laughs> and gets way more credit than she deserves. That is so And funny. so that moment was like, because I knew coming into Game Changers, a lot of people I knew were like, three needs to win. I want three to win. And I was just like, no. Get her out. Yeah. Please. And She's so really were, smart. And she always is like someone that people love. Like most people don't like hate her. So they like want her to have like this moment and everything. I'll also say it was fantastic and hilarious when she got sent home on Game Changers when she didn't get any votes, but everybody played idols and she was the only person that could go. Being in the audience in LA at the live show and being there for the reunion show, I had called that happening the week before. Did you really? Yeah. I was like, it's the perfect scenario for this to happen. I was like, four people have idols. One person's going to have UMD. Ceree's probably going to get out. That's so cool. I called it. The anticipation of it actually happening and then when was was the one who won immunity. Then the other four have idols. Cherie yes. doesn't.
0: Yeah, like, like I call this. I don't
1: hate Cherie, I don't want anything like that. feelings towards her for someone that people love so much, and to see her just like. Cut off right at the knees. (laughs) I know.
0: But that's what Survivor does. They don't don't have any feelings towards anyone. One of the moments it wasn't someone who got cut off at the knees, they just quit, was in season 21 when Nyanka and Kelly quit and went on the reward challenge. They quit on day 28.
1: Yeah, that far along they quit. My two pet peeves in Survivor are people who blab their mouth when they find an idol and people who quit that irks me to no end
0: because you think that could have been me yeah
1: obviously i'm not going to have a girl spot so if a girl's quit sure then it's that's not, true for me it's not like yeah. oh that could have been my spot was like same time there could have been like i know so many people that love the game and so yeah metaphorically like if i was out there i wouldn't quit it just really irks me i know casting hates it jeff everybody hates it that watches the show because nobody wants to see that i love purple kelly though i've gotten to meet purple kelly like multiple times and i love purple kelly to death purple kelly (laughs) i love you purple kelly (laughs)
0: So what are some other of your favorite moments?
1: Funny moment for me. Freaking love this moment. Season 13, the final four fire making challenge on Cook Islands. Becky and Sundra, when the two, Candace and Penner, switch to the other tribe. So then it's eight to four. And it's like, oh, the arrow four, you know, they're just going to get demolished. But then they come back. They get those eight out in a row. And we have the final four. And they're like, well, we're not going to vote one person out. We're just going to have fire between Becky and Sundra." And so they go and they're making fire. And neither one of them can make fire. (laughs) They go an hour with the flint and everyone's like falling asleep. Just like, you got to be kidding me. We can't take this. Even Jeff, like the look on Jeff's face is like, I'm going to kill both of you because you don't know how to make fire. Takes them an hour, Jeff stops them, and then they go to matches. And it still takes them half an hour after that. Sundra ran out of matches.
0: Did they give her more? No. (laughs) I haven't seen season 13. Yeah, Yeah, I I had like um, no idea until I was doing more research this weekend about the fire making scene popped up every (laughs) single time in YouTube. You're right. The jury and cast members were falling asleep. What's your feelings on Coach? He is one of my favorite players. Not for the reason of like, yes, I love every decision you make, just because I believe he's like the Dwight Schrute of Survivor.
1: What more can you say about Coach than that he's great? TV. Like, that's who Coach is. It's probably why they put him on the show and brought him back two more times. Say whatever he feels, and he believes everything he says, and, like, you can't convince him otherwise. I mean, I don't dislike Coach. I'm not, like, a huge Coach fan, but, I mean, he's just great TV.
0: After he was voting off people... In, like, season 20, he started He w- started wanting to hug them as they were leaving. Like, as Jeff was, like, putting their torch out, he was, like, trying to hug them. And, like, Boss and Rob was like, you're a little man. It was just pitiful to watch. <laughs> or when he, like, starts acting like a cult leader in, like, season 23. That was, oh, that was I do crazy. wish
1: Coach would have won South Pacific. That's another person I feel shouldn't have won. I know we didn't really talk about that a whole lot. But Sophie's another person who, someone that I... Very much dislike as a winner. I,
0: I didn't like her as a winner either. I, was... I mean,
1: her, Albert, would have been a bad winner. Coach definitely should have won that season. but
0: I'm so shocked that Coach hasn't just because we see so much of him. He's been on the show like three times and gone really far every single time. Okay, he's... One person that every single time I watch the show, I say the same thing. He goes native. Coach, I feel like, is someone that lives on the island, and they're like, oh, yeah, there's Coach. He just... Li-. Like, he becomes, like, more natural in that habitat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like Coach, like, loves it.
1: Oh, yeah. He does. He's got some stories. Even before Survivor, the stories that would be someone similar, like someone who loves something like that, so...
0: What are some other moments that you like?
1: Malcolm playing both his idols. That's the moment I like and I dislike. I like the whole... Like show of him like giving the idol to Eddie and then the one for himself uh-huh. and I wish he had kept the second one because he didn't need to play it he couldn't find the idol that he got a clue to the next time and so he would have been safe when he went home Russell Hance on uh, Samoa his first season when he plays his first idol I'm not finished playing just yet I know keep hope alive one of my all time favorite quotes from Survivor that's classic and then just him the reaction fedora, yeah.
0: that he, he like wears. the reactions
1: from Laura moret and dave ball uh to him playing the idol and then voting for kelly great tv as much as i love jay uh, from millennials versus gen x when yeah. david made the fake idol and hid it in the coconut knew to put a symbol on it and jay finding that and playing it like i love jay i wanted jay to win millennials versus gen x but it was like just so funny
0: fake idols make my stomach drop every time <laughs> How can you not see that there is not a note there that says this is an official immunity idol? See, but if you're you...
1: smart, you make a fake idol after you find one, and then you take the note.
0: But when that came we with see yours... it on television, when we saw him like opening that, I didn't see yeah. a note there, and so I'm like, I how... think
1: I'm pretty sure David put the note. With oh, we did.
0: Okay, well then so. that's smart. Well, then anyone who's made an idol with no note, for instance, I keep seeing the clip of the stick, the yeah. random stick. Yeah. Well, you nope. know what season that is, and I forget what it is. Micronesia. Yeah. That's the the, like, they're see. like, it's a stick. This yeah. is like a fake idol.
1: Jason's a ghost moron, so. He is literally the only person who would believe that that was an idol. <laughs> literally one of the first <laughs> people that would actually believe. Sebastian from Ghost Island might have believed it was an the idol, too, but...
0: Oh, I'll tell you one thing. This is kind of segueing into something else. I know you have met like so many of the contestants. It's not a comparison at all. But when I was in sixth grade, I went to the Capitol for a field trip and they were doing like an Earth Day event. And Twyla from season nine was there i didn't like even know who she was at the time but i hadn't even really started watching survivor yet but she was there and i remember like standing like right next to her at one time that is one of my life regrets is like why didn't i get a photo like that would have been so cool but she's from marshall missouri so yeah. that's like the one kind of time i met a survivor contestant again i'm still out to see boston robin amber <laughs> in, in pensacola it's Number one on your
1: list? yeah
0: i mean it is number one on my list i would love to i think that'd be so fun
1: Rob and Amber on All Stars, like, Rob should have won. I mean, we love Amber, too, so...
0: They've both won now. Yeah. So, I mean...
1: Makes them even more of a power couple.
0: I mean, really? Like, that is the coolest thing. Do you remember when he proposed yeah. to her at the reunion? I remember. I was like junior high and I was like what is happening so one other character that I have to ask about because he I really like him is Cochran what are your what's your opinions on him I like
1: Cochran hated him the first time loved him the second time.
0: that's how I felt too
1: yeah he's far and above drastic improvement his second time around I think that was one of those things like I talked about with my game And that I've heard people say is like once you play like a second time, you usually learn a lot more. You know, like what you did wrong, and like so you know to change those things. And Cochran went far and above beyond improving what he did. Yeah, the way he played, and then obviously it paid off for him winning that season.
0: I feel like that's like a good lesson. Life is like play it like it's your second time. Like don't have any regrets. Exactly. Brad Culpepper and Monica like they're one of my faves too. Which what do you think about them? Do you like them?
1: I like Brad. Monica's.
0: I, I know I know they're kind of like foo-foo, but I do love them. I remember him getting emotional on the show and he was talking about, like, how Survivor changes you. Like, I wonder what that would be like after getting voted off or after winning, like, coming back to the real world. Like, would you see people differently? Like, what do you think?
1: I definitely believe that it changes you no matter what. Even if you're out there for three days, you're basically starving for three days, like, eating just a little bit of rice. Three days, I'm sure, changes you to a degree. Not as drastically as someone who makes it, like, Today, 28, mm-hmm. 30, or all the way to the end. The biggest thing I hear uh, former players say is that it makes you more appreciative for your family sure, and friends, yeah. like having people that you can trust and actually talk to and not be like, oh, this person's like, <laughs> 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 they're lying to me all the time Russell and they're trying to stab me. Just stuff like that. And then just appreciating the little things in life, like the comforts that we have here yeah. in the US, like having a home. <laughs> Yeah, having air true. conditioning and if it's raining somewhere to go and get away from and then physically like i mean varies person to person like some people it's harder on them physically than others some people who are in the game longer usually have like might get like parasites or something and so
0: are you allowed to take medication out there yes. if you ha- okay
1: like if you have like specific medication that you need like for your health so, yes. or whatever then yeah they they have a tent that's like a medical tent and it's just obviously you never see it on camera right but it's there like at camp so they can go to
0: I've asked you this before no one is allowed to brush their teeth right
1: I mean usually they like find like a little stick or something and they'll like scrape their teeth with yeah but it there's no brush. crest
0: is I guess it's because they get sunburnt and really tan but everyone's teeth get so white yeah. if,
1: they're really not eating
0: them <laughs> I know that's true that's true and the other thing that I've asked you about, there is no razors allowed. I don't know how these girls are like always keeping their legs I've, super smooth. I know that they take sand and they like yeah. will exfoliate. That is something that I've always been like. I feel like they like give them a razor to like <laughs> shave their legs. I don't know. I've
1: heard some of the girls say that it it gets pretty bad. You just can't see it tell on camera. Camera, right? I know. I've seen oh, them. there's got to be tricks yeah.
0: with how they do the camera yeah. angles and everything yeah. too. But
1: you can always edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: true. <laughs> That's true. But like, it's a, I've always had that question. So. Guys, do you realize why I feel like he is a survivor expert? You know so much. You seriously do. I
1: mean, there's definitely people who know more than me, but I'm flattered to be called an expert on something like that.
0: Okay, I will say one thing since it's on my mind. I am so glad that we have not had a Richard Hatch in a long time. Why not? Uh, the nudity <laughs> reasons? I'm just so glad. We have not had that in a Sh- while.
1: Shereen and Max did that on World Support. Did they? It okay. Like, it wasn't, they didn't show it as much. I right. Guess,
0: but that is so weird that, like, match. he, that was his thing and that was season one. Like, he just was that bold. And he won!
1: Thank God he won. <laughs> I don't know Survivor would be what it is today if he hadn't. I mean, that's the one, is the one thing about the show that's like, whenever I get on, like, it's like, I want to live in the moment, like, do this, that, and yeah. that. Yeah. But at the same time, like, see, once you go on the show, like, you sign, like, Your whatever contracts, you have no control over what CBS puts on and stuff. So, like, I mean, I feel like I know how I get edited just because, of, like, I understand how the show works. Usually a guy with long hair, someone who's likable, like me. Sometimes they're a strategic person just depending on the player. And so they usually come across with, like, a good edit or a dumb edit. Like, there's one or the other. And I mean, I don't feel like I would say anything that would like be bad that would people would hate me for. But there's people who go out there and you've signed all these contracts and CBS, they get to edit the show however they want to, however they see fit. what However they want to portray you is how they portray you on TV. And unfortunately, a lot of people, what they see on TV, they're like, oh, well, that's 100% how this person is in real life. You could say something where it damages uh your life outside of that. And unfortunately, that happened to Varner. Yeah, I mean, that's... Something that when you go on there, you're taking that risk if you say something stupid because you're tired and hungry. It could get edited in, and the way they edit it could make it look worse than it actually is.
0: Because you're now CBS's character. Yep. That would make me nervous because I do get really hangry. I feel like I could handle being look at me being all like i can handle it <laughs> um i feel like i could handle the camping part of it because oh. i've always been very outdoorsy water would be my first thing like if i couldn't have water i would be so like i would lose it and then food I, oh no coffee not having coffee <laughs> just because i'm not I a get, coffee
1: drinker so i, don't I get
0: caffeine me. headaches how do you not drink coffee because
1: it's disgusting this You've a, never been
0: a coffee drinker? No.
1: Tried it, like, two or three times. Hated it.
0: Okay. Well, that's interesting. You can interesting. make it as
1: much as a milkshake like you want, but <laughs> I'm still not going to drink You probably
0: saved a lot of money by that, Pretty too. Long. Probably. Okay. Obviously, I wanted to have you on the show because I'm a huge fan of Survivor, and though you don't claim you're an expert, you know more than <laughs> me and more than the average Joe. Of course, I had to have you on. But also... Season 37, Survivor David Wirth's Goliath, is coming out on September 26th. You guys should be receiving this episode on the 21st. Just next in time. Wednesday. Just next in time. Wednesday. Timing. I mean, timing. And hopefully, by the time I talk to you again, like, we'll have heard some news that you got on, like, the show for next year. Like, well, if I get on, I I'm not have like, to
1: say anything. I know.
0: Okay. But the first time you get to open your mouth, I want to be the first people to know. <laughs> you have Literally, to. So.
1: If I get on the show, today would be the day that I could open my mouth because today they officially announced the cast Right. for Dave vs. Goliath, so today yep. would be my day. Today would be your I day. I would be blowing social media up when that day comes. I
0: better be included in that. I would be so sad if I was gonna,
1: not. I've already talked to the who's and... I can have viewing party at the stadium for the first episode. Can you really? On the big screen, on the scoreboard, so. Yes,
0: Austin. Oh my gosh. So that is awesome. The perks of the job you have. That is so cool. Oh yes, I definitely want to be a part of all of that. So cool that we got to meet this summer too, by the way. Perfect timing for this podcast. What do we know about David vs. Goliath? Because they just released the trailer this morning. I watched it and looked at some of the cast members. I'm just going to say it. I do not think anyone on Goliath is going to win.
1: I don't either. They're, I feel like their agree. egos will be too big. And,
0: I just looked at some of the cast members, and yeah. people can say I'm stereotyping, but we've watched the show, <laughs> and there is no one on Goliath who looks like they are a winner.
1: Yeah, usually I can when I look at a cast, I can be like, okay, like maybe this person, that person, like I can see that I'm having a good shot at winning. You know, I, wa- I watched some of the videos this morning. I pretty much just looked at the pictures of everybody I and then too. just wa- listen to Jeff's like assessment, how he thinks people are going to mm-hmm. do. Whenever Survivor back is back, I'm super excited. Like One of the two best days of the year for me <laughs> yes. is whenever the Survivor <laughs> premieres and comes back. I love it. <laughs> Especially the fall season because it's always the longest break yeah. between the spring season and the fall season. So I'll just be super glad to have it back. I'll uh, definitely be tuning in every week. Sorry, ladies, if you got a date planned with me, it's not happening on Wednesday. (laughs) I I will cancel. (laughs) Just give you fair
0: warning. Oh, I love it so much. So don't try
1: to plans. Hey, on we'll Wednesday. put your.
0: Are you on? You're on Twitter, right? Yes. Do you tweet actively during the show.
1: Uh, sometimes.
0: We'll put your Twitter and yeah. ways so people can follow you. And your Instagram. Instagram is so fun. Like literally, it's like pictures of you and your buff, and like all of the people, <laughs> that, people that we know like and love of the show yeah. that you have photos with. So
1: the most recent. pictures. Yeah. So all favorite. of that <laughs>
0: will be in the show notes, guys. Go follow him. It's so cool. So yes, go back to David and Goliath.
1: David and Goliath. So I'm really looking forward to it. Uh I've met. Two of the people who are on David vs. Goliath already. I went to Hearts Reality about a month ago. It's a big charity event down in Orlando. People from all the reality shows like Survivor, Big Brother, Amazing Race... Met Dina from Jersey Shore. A couple of Naked and Afraid people. Cool. Cool. Uh, a lot of shows like that. And uh, usually the biggest like group of people there are Survivor people. There was three of them there. I only met two of them. Briefly talked to both of them. Jessica. I saw her. Went up talked to her briefly. She was super nice. Then Davey were the two that I talked to. And they're both on the David's tri- David tribe. And
0: so when you met them, they've already filmed Survivor. Yes. So they know yeah,
1: they everything. Know happened,
0: they know what happens. I, I don't know how I could handle that information. I guess you just have to do. It it got well, it. keep your mouth shut when
1: there's a five million dollar india yes that's over true oh
0: yeah <laughs> that's true yeah that's true
1: it'll be interesting to see what happens like how the two morons from the season are edited <laughs> for those of you who don't know there's two people alec and i don't remember the other girl's name when you go on the show you sign an nda that's like you like don't tell anybody you're on the show you don't post pictures like you can hang out but don't post pictures together these two allegedly got getting a showmance on the show and they're hanging out like two or three days after filming and he thinks it'll be a bright idea to post a picture of them on instagram with the caption f it and <laughs> they got in a lot of trouble i know he's allegedly not going to be at the finale he's not allowed to come to the finale now they're so, making an
0: example out of him but they just won't tolerate it and, and i don't blame them no
1: they told you you can hang out just don't post pictures and and then they basically so gave a
0: caption that showed like yeah, exactly what care. happened in the show. You know, they don't care.
1: I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if they like change their edit at all. But I'm just super excited, and, and yeah, we'll have some another some more great moments. Another great season. I mean, to me, any season of Survivor is great just because I love it so much. But it's the concept of the so game, much.
0: And then when social media came in, yeah. like we would not have been having these problems. It's yeah. crazy. And like we have both like grown up.
1: With Fans yeah. like
0: grown up with survivor.
1: I might try to go to the finale in LA who yeah. knows. We'll see. Depends on how I like the season. It this fall season usually the finale falls like a week or two before Christmas, so it's usually not the best time mm-hmm. to be like, yeah. going out to LA but
0: it ends December nineteenth. Yeah,
1: so... Not the greatest timing. But that's so as far cool that expensive. you go and do
0: those but... things. Like it's so cool. I haven't even asked. Of course, have you met Jeff?
1: I have given Jeff Fropes a high five. That's it. I've okay. never ever like, talked to him. You never
0: ha- don't have a photo yeah. so of w- him? No. Do you think that Survivor will end if Jeff quits, or do you think that they'd ever find a new host?
1: They would never find a new host.
0: You don't think so? I, so when he's done. They would never
1: find a new host. How this old is thing? he? He's 50s.
0: Good. I'm not saying like no, he's no, on he's his like. He's shape. He's like about to quit. He you almost know, quit so. after
1: like season 12. And that would why? have been a disaster. He why? didn't get to spend enough time with his family oh. and all that. And then he can take his family out there now. He was going to quit. Like, he had basically told him I'm quitting. And then they're like, look, take this time off. So the way they used to film was like, they'd film a season, like show it. And like, while they were filming that, they'd like go film the next one. Now they just do it March to May, take three weeks off, go back and film the next season. June to July-ish.
0: So they've made it reasonable so for So it's him. like,
1: the summer, like he gets this, like he can bring mm-hmm. his family out there And then, like, he can just be with them when they're not filming. I feel like it makes it easier on him. And Jeff has way more control of the show now. Obviously, when it first started, he was just the host. Jeff makes a lot of the show. Like, Jeff's... Because he's an executive producer now. They just let the head of casting go. So they filmed David and Goliath... Is season thirty-seven. They've already filmed season thirty-eight. They let the head of casting go after season thirty-eight finished filming, and she'd been head of casting since day one of season one. Wow! Apparently, the rumor now is, is that Jeff's basically the head of casting. So he is Jeff's not going, Jeff's not going. <laughs> He's anywhere. in the
0: king seat. Yeah jeff's
1: got his hands on every part of the show now pretty much jeff deserves it i mean there's certain things that some people don't like that jeff does but i mean i don't care it's, it's still on it's still the number one show every year i'm shocked Wednesday that he does seven, not
0: have so. his own um line of like outdoor shirts <laughs> like the fishing shirts like why does he not have his own like jeff <laughs> Probst <Failure> line <laughs>
1: mar- failure in marketing jeff i know he said if he ever like quit hosting the show and like it still was a thing that they should get a female to host it. Really? I don't know how that would go. I don't have anything against a female hosting it, but it'd, it'd be such a drastic change.
0: Oh, real quick before we... Again, I this is just how it works, but why don't you like female alliances?
1: If I was on a season, I would never want to be in a scenario where there was... Wait, wait
0: what season are you talking about?
1: Micronesia, Fans were Okay, When Ozzy and Amanda had their man.
0: Yeah, I didn't see that season. They had
1: their little Black Widow Brigade, and it was like, Parvati, Amanda, Sury, and then like... Okay. Three fans. Watching fans. those
0: like the highlights of that season, literally I feel like I'm watching Save by the Bell with like all of those <laughs>
1: kids, like these kids on
0: this re- do you know what I'm talking about? They're all like young and beautiful and dramatic.
1: Yeah. It started with Ozzy. They didn't tell Amanda and they used the fans it was Parvati's idea, Parvati and Suri got the girl fans and then the two guy fans, mm-hmm. Eric and Jason, to be like, Oh look, let's get Ozzy out. So then they blindside Ozzy. And then the girls just pretty much took over and they took James out and Jason out, got down to one of the girls had to go because Eric was the last guy left, but he won immunity. After she goes, then it's Eric wins immunity again. This is the one thing I'll give Sri credit for, and Survivor, that's a brilliant <laughs> move. She convinced Eric to give up immunity to one of the girls and that they would yes. keep him safe and vote out. Barbety. Like a complete idiot, he did, and then vote him out, and they're like, "You are so stupid." Yeah,
0: they said that immunity necklace was cursed, yeah. and. Style. Yeah, when
1: yeah. That's yeah, so like just that whole season. It was just like, literally, that would be my biggest fear on Survivors and All Girl Alliance. I feel like I wouldn't want to be in a scenario where there were more girls than guys. Like, especially, like, at the beginning, like, fine, whatever. Like, once it gets, like, to the merge, like, if there's more girls than mm-hmm. guys, I'll be paranoid on the inside. But I feel like like I do a good job of suppressing it, Keeping like, staying cool. calm and just seem like I'm level-headed. But my paranoia would be like, oh, there's a, like, pretty <laughs> much all my professionals would be like, there's an All Girl Alliance, <laughs> they're going to vote me out. <laughs> I don't know. It's, oh yeah, Being it, a guy, it depends I on the girls, obviously. Like, if it's girls who have been together the whole time, then, I'm, then I'd barely be concerned. Yeah, it's. I just think as a. And then the one world when the girls just decimated the guys, and, and the guys were like, "Okay, girls, we'll do what you want. You, we trust you, you Troyzan. Want... <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna vote this one person out, and then oh, mainly Jay and one. Her yeah, one. we'll vote this one guy out, and then we'll vote one of the girls out, and then the next girl out.
0: As a fan, it's boring to me. Guy alliance, girl alliance. It just kind of is like
1: So, guy alliances. Uh,
0: they just get don't kind of boring to me
1: because the no, guys' yeah. egos are like. But
0: usually I'm one, in charge. yeah. But usually one girl will not stick with it either because girls can be yeah. mean. But I mean, guys can be mean too. They just, girls is more those, so like
1: a mean thing. an yeah. Ego thing.
0: Yes, definitely. It's just like they don't usually stick. But if they do stick, they're usually pretty boring. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Well, I cannot wait for season 37 i'm so stoked i can't thank you enough for even making time like you are busy like you you have an
1: opportunity to talk about survivor for as long as i want i'm definitely gonna you
0: have an open mic anytime anytime you want to come back and talk with me about this Thank you so much for making time for for this. I'm not kidding. If you get on the show, you're coming back. I want to be one of the first people.
1: Don't listen to any
0: of the other major media (laughs) streams. You'll be like, I'm coming to still with you.
1: I'll come back before the season airs, like after they announce the cast, but before it starts. Sort of like this, awesome, doing right now, and then give you some stuff to look forward to. But you know, I won't be able to spill a lot because I ain't trying to get sued for five million dollars. Oh no, after the season. And I win, I got my, I'll come back with my million dollar check after I win. Be like. I, <laughs> <laughs> I know you can't see it, but I got you with
0: it. Oh, I believe you. might have to do a
1: video podcast. Oh my me.
0: gosh. Yes. That'd be so fun. I just want to be the girl who called it. Guys, if you haven't like gotten to his Instagram or like looked at a picture of what Austin looks like, <laughs> just like you'll see the, you'll it's see, what you would imagine What was the guy who said nice flow? Who told you that?
1: Uh, it was a guy from The Amazing Race. Seb- yeah. Or Sebastian from Ghost Island, too. He said, "He nice Reality. flow with your hair. I went, to, went up to Sebastian, and I hadn't even said anything Sebastian. Just the most Sebastian way, if you know who Sebastian is, goes, nice flow, bro. <laughs> I was like, thank you. You look
0: the part, you have the personality, and I'm thank super excited.
1: I'm looking forward to making it happen one day.
0: so many things with this episode i mean for one i did not lead you astray austin knows so much about survivor i do not know how he can rattle off all of the names of castaways and major gameplays, and knows all of the details of the show so glad that he is a friend of mine so glad that our paths have crossed also if you guys want to follow along with season 37 please I know he will talk strategy with you so please let us know what you think about what's happening follow him on all of social media it is going to be a great season I'm so excited I do feel like I should say this before I close this episode and that is that Survivor does not always line up with my personal beliefs my faith you know what I'm trying to say So anyway, now that I got that out of the way, I am so glad to have had the opportunity to share this special edition episode of Still With You. I mean, how fun is it to do kind of like a themed episode? I love it. As always, you can feel free to contact me. I'm at Coley Browning. That's K-O-H-L-I-E and Browning like the rifle. Message me on Instagram or you can contact me through my website. And again, that's ColeyBrowning.com. Thank you guys so much for taking a moment of your time. I really hope for those of you who have followed the show, this was like sweet reminiscing to you. I mean, it definitely was for me. I sincerely hope that for you as well. I feel like we should close this out differently, so the tribe has spoken it's time for you to go